from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline is the Athletics Director at North Carolina, Bubba Cunningham. Bubba, how are you? Doing great. How are you guys doing today? I, I couldn't ask for a better situation. I'm about 50 feet away from Chaco Tacos at the Greensboro Coliseum snack table. Oh, nice. Chaco Tacos. Oh, that, that's, that's good stuff right there. That's why Greensboro is the best. <laughs> you, I, I agree. <laughs> you, you, you eventually will be. Um, now you're you're part of the you're part of the NCAA tournament selection committee. So I am curious. Do you know what net consists of? Oh boy, I do. You don't have to net. tell us. I just need to know. Do you know what the formula is? I. Well, I know what it consists of. I don't know the formula because, it, in fact, it's funny you say that because just a few weeks ago, I actually printed out some of the articles from 2018 and the graphics that actually describe how it works because I wanted to understand it more uh, thoroughly, and it was, it was actually very helpful. Bubba Cunningham, UNC Athletic Director, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Jovius. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, so give us a little bit about your schedule this week because it this does require you to go to the headquarters. you got to be sequestered. There's all kinds of work that you have to do to select the field of 68. So give, give us a little bit of an idea of what your schedule looks like. The schedule right now is I'm in the car driving to RDU to fly to Indianapolis tonight. Okay. And then we start tomorrow. And uh, we start um, early afternoon. We start at 1 o'clock, and we start putting teams into the tournament that we think are absolute locks. We continue to watch games, and we start seeding teams more on Thursday. And then, again, put more teams into the field on Friday. And then the last couple of teams will go into the field on Saturday as the different conference tournaments wrap up. And we'll complete that entire process Sunday morning. What was something last year in the selection process that may have surprised you in terms of maybe how a team got in or, or how uh, the process goes? Because what you just said is consistent with what I know. The, the obvious teams, you sit around the table, you say, yes, Kansas is in. You don't even talk about them. <laughs> you know. Well, <laughs> then you get to the end, and that's when you start comparing teams when you get to the end of the at-large field. It, it, exactly. It's the back end. So in the beginning, what you essentially do is you're trying to move the teams that you get unanimity with the committee. And you do all this is private ballot. You know, he's every, we all get a screen that has 100 or 350 teams on it. And we pick, we can pick up to uh, 36 to go in automatically. And then a whole bunch at large. Um, but you typically don't put that many in right on the first vote. And in this case, with a 12-member committee, you need 10 of the 12 votes for someone to go in, quote-unquote, on a first ballot. And then at that point, you're then trying to determine who goes in next. And you start having additional votes on different teams that uh, haven't been put into the tournament yet. And while Bubba Cunningham. That, you also seed from time to time. Sure. Bubba Cunningham, AD at North Carolina, joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovies. We're at the ACC tournament in Greensboro. We um, we talked to we talked to ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips 
And, you know, he, he pointed to the nine game conference slate in college football and getting away from divisions. And I know you all three of us agree <laughs> that we will miss the pit rivalry yeah. in the coastal division. Um, but that, that clearly was an eye towards the college football playoff. And when we've talked to coaches, whether on the air or or, you know, privately, it, there is the there's a kind of a, a similar discussion. All right. Well, what can the ACC do to better position the conference for the NCAA tournament? Some of it is based on the sheer numbers. The ACC has got 15 teams, the Big 12. I've lost count how many teams they have uh, this up uh, this this past season. But they, I do know they play a round robin, which is impossible to do in the ACC. So what conversations take place among on the AD level and the presidential level when you guys get together about re, reimagining the ACC schedule, playing maybe fewer conference games or finding different ways to essentially manipulate the numbers in the way that other conferences get to do? Well, you always want to – I mean, the best way to get teams in a tournament is to be good basketball teams. And, and right now, so you start out with non-conference games, you know, you need to win – as many as you possibly can. And that's regardless of where you think you might finish in the league. So if you think you're going to finish top of the league, you should schedule really tough games and win, you know, try to win 80, 90% of those. If you're down, you think you've got a rebuilding year and you're not going to be quite as good, have a weaker non-conference schedule, but win the games you play. That will help the entire league if you do that. Then when you get into conference play, now you're going to have, obviously, when you get into conference play, 50% of your teams will win, 50% will lose. So from the non-conference schedule to the tournament, you're decreasing the winning percentage, the overall winning percentage of your league. So that non-conference schedule for everybody is critically important. Bubba Cunningham, North Carolina's AD, joining us here on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline. That's Joe Vias. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, let's, let's talk a little bit about your team, because you can't do this in the uh, selection committee room, but you can talk to us <laughs> about the Tar Heels. Obviously, a lot of your fans are frustrated. That That's kind of part of – that's how, how it goes sometimes when expectations are not met. How, how have you viewed this season, number two, under Hubert Davis and some of the ups and the downs and, and where this thing could still go here as they come to Greensboro, in my opinion, needing a few wins to make sure that they're on that board that you guys send out on Sunday from Indianapolis? Yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, you know, we had we came into the season with really, really high expectations. We did, players did, coaches did, our fans did, and uh, we haven't lived up to them. But you know, we've got the conference tournament yet to play. Hopefully, we'll have a great run there and we'll be considered um, as a tournament team. You know, if we do look at our quote unquote our resume, you know, there there are no bad losses on there. The vast majority of the games that we have lost are by single digits. Um, but when you compare the expectations to the performance, I think that's probably where the biggest gap is. Um, and, you know, and a lot of them were close games. We lost a couple at the buzzer. You know, we lost to Duke twice, giving up six points in the last four minutes and not scoring. I mean, just a couple of different games, and you feel a lot different. So I think our, our you know, the fan base has been great, and they've been loyal, and they've stuck to the team. And um, I, I'm really appreciative of that. Now, what happens this week, I don't know. But we certainly need to play well this week to uh, to be considered for the tournament. Bubba Cunningham joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Uh, he's on the Heaster Automotive Report line. We are in Greensboro for the ACC tournament. 
So uh, this is a, a conversation that Jillio and I have had uh, on the air between us, and uh, we see ADs commenting on it. You've 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 made comments on this, and this relates to the future of the ACC in in terms of revenue split. This has been a hot topic as of late, thanks to Florida State, as well. What? Where are conversations with that right now? I just kind of pick up a stray comment here and there, whether it's from a board of trustees meeting or maybe even a, a blurb from you. But where does that where does that stand right now in the ACC in terms of revenue split? Well, right now it stands where everyone's in equal distribution. But I think we've had a lot of good discussion about changing that model. You know, equal distribution was very appropriate, particularly when you had eight schools in your league. As your league expands, the footprint expands. The number of sports that you offer differs. The kind of the value, the overall value to the league and its media markets is different. And I think some of us are starting to suggest we need to re-examine that and take a look at where's the value and how do we distribute the money differently so that we can ensure that the teams that want to invest the most, the schools that want to invest the most, will be rewarded for that investment. And, and that discussion is just, just beginning. And mm-hmm. as you look at the other leagues and see the gap, it becomes critical sooner rather than later. Bubba Cunningham joining us. Um, I, I think you, you've been here long enough and we've had enough conversations off the air and on the air where I, I feel like we can be candid about these kind of conversations. I do wonder, though, what ultimately is accomplished in revenue gap when the gap is so large between the ACC and the Big Ten and the SEC? Hypothetically speaking, Let's say there's an uneven revenue split. And again, hypothetically speaking, Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina get a higher percentage of everybody else. But how much of that gap are you truly making up for people to be satisfied and not have a situation play out like we saw in the Big 12 where Texas got everything they wanted that did not stop them from leaving for the SEC? Yeah, and I'm not sure you're going to satisfy everyone with a differential payout. In fact, I'm relatively confident you're not going to satisfy anyone because some are going to think they have enough and others feel like they took an unnecessary haircut. Um, So I I think in in my opinion, what we're trying to do is, is raise the level so we can maintain a competitive standard nationally. I don't believe that you have to have as much money as everyone to be competitive. You know, Mm -hmm. you're looking at Texas and Ohio state, you know, $200 million budgets. You know, we're not going to be at $200 million, but if we can get a, a few more million or somebody else can, then I think that's going to make a difference in retention of coaches. Um, no telling where the NIL is going and what other the compensation right. model might look like as we move forward. I think all those ideas um, will play out in the next couple of years, but you're going to need money to finance the new economic structure for college sports. Bubba Cunningham's got a big week ahead of him. He's got the Tar Heels down here in Greensboro. He's got the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee. Before we let you go, first off, love the Aaron Matson hire at field hockey. Like, how do you replace someone who's been a coach for 42 <laughs> years? How do you do that? And then, well, you know what? You, you hire someone who has the potential to, to last 40 years. So I thought that was really smart of you. And uh, second of all, I really hope you've recovered from the, uh, the Hurricanes outdoor game because I was told that was an infomercial for <laughs> NC State and that North Carolina fans were really just so upset that <laughs> NC State had a whole night to themselves without UNC being mentioned. Although I do see on the ESPN homepage that something's going on with Michael Jordan again. So don't worry about that. You could sell a couple of those jerseys at the Smith Center. Thank God for Michael. 
Because if not, you'd have nothing, Bubba. I know it's it's such a hardship. I, so I'm so glad that you're okay and you've recovered from that one day of NC State being in the spotlight. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm yeah. still recovering from the, the, the pit rivalry that has been destroyed. That's number one. Number two, I thought it was good for NC State to have that day. And three, as soon as I come out with the Carolina hockey jersey, I'm going to bring one over to you in Carolina blue. You will absolutely love our new hockey jerseys. Oh, we're we talk to your coach, man. Oh, we're no, ready. Yeah. Yes, we we're, are we're ready. Are, we're ready. Or should, we're ready. I, or should I call them sweaters? Yes. Yeah, yeah, technically. But, you I think know. people. I think Bub. I think people have gotten over that. We we could call them. We call them jerseys. It's fine. I okay. would love to see okay. it. I, I want to see. I want to see these new jerseys because uh, again, we did talk to UNC's hockey coach, and this is a separate conversation for another day about the logistics. Because you know what we saw in the outdoor game and what we saw at that Frozen Finley game with about twenty some odd thousand people who showed up. Where the area has changed, and there's interest in this, and you're trying to build something up with that club hockey team. Uh, would love to pick your brain on the realities of making that Division One, but that's a conversation for another day. Bubba Cunningham, AD, UNC. Let, let the man pick the first four. You know, don't 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 overload them here. What? <laughs> what? They got money. They got more money. They got, they got more money than state. If there's a if there's a school that can be, if there's a school that could do it, they could do it. That's right. It'll, it'll be a long time before we have that conversation, Joe. <laughs> hey, put put a jump man on that sweater. There you go. I think the money's going to come from somewhere. I'm just saying, <laughs> Bubba. We appreciate it as always. Yeah. Have fun, uh, Indy. Yep. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck in the uh, tournament, in Greensboro.